and we're live. All right. Today we episode, have two guests. Oh, two guests. Episode guests. 13. Episode 13? 13 is the mark oh. of the yeah, an evil number, and we got two guests today. You're Brian. Oh, <laughs> we bro, got man. Hey, man. Have a nice day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 no. Come back. Please come back. <laughs> Anyways, we are joined. We are joined by Brian Okumu. Is that how you say your name? Okumu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. good job. That's, that's good. Thank you. And Mohammed Oedat. Mohammed Oedat. Or Mohammed Oedat. <laughs> How's it going? Introduce us a little to yourselves. Let us know. Uh, how you know well, us, what you do, where you at. You wanna, okay. Brian, you want to go ahead first? Uh, yeah, I, I'll start it off. Why not? Why not? Um, well, as I said before, I'm Brian Okumu. Uh, uh, my family originated from Kenya, but my dad brought us to Ithaca, New York, because he got a professor, a professor position at Cornell. Uh, so for the most part, I've lived in Ithaca, and all, all my memories are in the States. Um, I'd say, you know, I went to Boston University with Ali. Yeah. Um, and uh, now was, and after that was working at a law firm in, my, in Ithaca. Um, and I was waiting to hear back for a production position at Paramount Studios. But then this pandemic hit, kind of just took both away. So now I'm currently just, uh, well, I guess I, I'm, a, I, I'm a, I can get unemployment. So that's the good news. And, Things are starting to reopen up, so I'm just waiting to see. I'm kind of in a wait and see mode right now. And with the police brutality stuff, uh, I've been very fortunate to uh, grow up in Ithaca, and um, luckily enough, be in the areas where I don't have to really deal with the police, and I just avoid them completely. Because, uh, to be honest, I am too dark to, uh, way too dark yeah. to really. <laughs> Um, be messing around with the police. So, I see. Yeah, no, that. that's that's. But that is the topic for discussion to our viewers that are tuning in now. It is the topic of discussion for the day. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting to know about you, Brian. It's nice to meet you, uh, Mohammed. You want to well, go Muhammad ahead and introduce And I've known Ali since Ali since like grade seven. I think I've known yeah, you since grade, grade seven. seven. Grade seven, which is yes. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I've known like ten years now, time. almost. Yeah. Go back. And I study yeah. economics and work on at the American University of Science and Technology. It's an okay university. It's not that bad. And whoa, it's, whoa. it's like the knockoff version of the uh, American AUV. Most kids go to AUV or LAU. And if they don't get accepted, AUV I'm guessing. Good and it's progressing. That's what I love about this university. It's, it's progressing towards a better future for itself. And oh, okay. honestly, you can't, like in Lebanon, you can't really look for a future here. Like most Lebanese kids dream about going, uh, working outside, like working in Europe, yeah. wherever you're, whatever European country, or working in the Middle East, like in Dubai or in Kuwait or yeah. in Qatar. That's us. Or in America. That's like the gold mine is America. So... With police brutality, look, I I worked in the hood for quite some time, and and I and the hood isn't like the hood was shit. I'm, I ain't gonna cover like cherry coated or anything, put some whipped cream. But the problem is, in my opinion, is that, and I believe that Arabs have the same problem. Is that 
they don't like each other in the hood. Like a lot of people don't like each other, and they always ruin the good things. Not all of them. A major, a minority can be a majority, and those minority cover up the majority. I see. So all those stealing and all that stupid shit you see on TV is the minority because the majority of black people are fucking amazing. Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's my... Uh, I have to agree with that. They are fucking amazing. But where exactly were you in the hood? Like, which state? I was in which... St. Louis, Missouri. I was on Marcus uh-huh. and Birch. I was at that BP gas station. You know what I mean? So... You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. I just... It I literally it. just helped my dad the whole time. So that's what I was doing. I was literally a helper. You know what? That's pretty cool. What about you, Brian? Where are you located now? You're in L.A.? Uh, no, right now I'm in my hometown, Ithaca, New York. So I'm in central New York. Um, and thankfully here, the, the, it doesn't get too crazy here because it's such a small town. But uh, I went to a protest yesterday and um, it was kind of heartwarming because uh, what was happening was this little girl was singing a song about being proud of being black. And the, the, one of the uh, administrators for the protest, he um, made, us, made the whole crowd make a beat for her just to sing her song and like that's so it cute. was just amazing yeah it was is, just it, so is it amazing. out on twitter is it like is it uh oh no i i i i videotaped it so i mean i can send it to you um uh, but, uh no if i wish you we knew about this earlier we would have like live screened it now and showed it on oh the, yeah well, that's yeah well, that's great no there there are a lot that's of like, heartwarming moments that are happening there are right there now. are yeah but but dude so, uh i've been in twitter for like hours on end last night just looking at what's going on like you see police are kneeling down one time and then like 10 hours later they're like batoning the shit out of the yeah, protesters it's the yeah. same police you can't the problem is with yeah. police they're at the end of the day they are human beings and they do get fed up with shit and when they see shit and I'm, this goes from white people arabs black people any anybody yeah, that's protesting Anybody that's a protester and they see like some dumb shit that's going on, they can't do anything about it. As a man, I'm sorry, like you're gonna take some heat. Now, is it right that they're doing that? Fuck no. Fuck no. They're, it's it's out of context. They're doing yeah. stuff that is very radical. But yeah, I mean it is what it is. Unfortunately, our police department, most of them are fucking soldiers that are, have PTSD. Not all of them. Of course, some of them are, but some of them have PTSD and they have some mental disease from from the war they went through. Yeah, and and they have, it's and it's bad. Crazy. Yeah, I feel like personally that um, the police. I feel like it should be harder to become a policeman because from what I've heard, it take like a three week course. <laughs> three week course, uh, and then you're in charge of the three, lives three of like people. Weeks, yeah. yeah. There you go. Exactly. And I, I feel like it's that making it harder as well as just being more account like hold, holding a policeman more accountable. But then I, I, you know, to be fair, I look at it from a policeman's perspective and I think, you know, if you, you know, call like a fellow policeman out for doing something like, let's say you see a, your fellow guy, policeman beat up some dude and you call him out for it, then everyone in the force will consider you a snitch. And let's say, like, a couple months later, you're, you need backup, right? Call up, hey, I need backup, blah, blah, blah. They'll literally be like, nah, man, you snitched on us. We're not coming to help you. 
and you can be you lose your life like that. So I can understand the pressures of, you know, not trying to hurt the brotherhood of cops, but at the same time it's like we need we need to change that uh I think that's we the need issue. To change that is that, that is the, the issue right there. The whole brotherhood yeah. and the whole like they are there to protect and serve, full stop. That's it. Serve and protect yeah. who? I think this is the question that, that, like, it's like me telling you, you're here to jump and run. Where? I don't know. I just got to jump and run. So you're, they're, they're, they're not understanding who they are meant to protect and serve, which becomes an issue, an underlying issue where it's like, first, they forget their purpose in life or their purpose in their job, let's say. Second, they form this little brotherhood, as you just said, and it's like they forget their main job, which is to yeah. protect and serve. So now if, say, I was in the police and I'm called the person out for being racist towards a citizen and doing all the stupid bullshit that they're doing, I have a choice. It's either my ass or his, you know? So yeah. that, that, that oh, aspect, I mean, that choice is like, it shouldn't be there. Yeah, it shouldn't be there at all. But that's... Well, because Go you ahead. have to understand that those are words. Like, a lot of things that you see, this is words. A lot of things a cop can't do anything. Like, a cop cannot take a homeless person. Even if the homeless person has been accused for skin, what is he going to send him to jail? Okay, he sends him to jail the first time, the second time. And then the third time he goes to prison. Then he's a tax. Then you, then he's being ta- taxed taxpayers' Back money. Mm-hmm. To go to, to prison. Mm. Fuck that. He'd be like, you know what? Instead of taking heat from my captain, I'll just let him roam. Because what's the worst that's going to happen? He's going to steal some candy bar? <laughs> yeah. But that's not always can- That's not always the case. But yeah. you know, that is what it is. That's how the fucking system works. They want, for instance, black people, they need them. Not just black, minorities. They want them to go to jail because they feed a system. Yeah. Yeah. The... Interesting. People are making well. All these when the system is privatized, they yeah, they're privatized. Mm -hmm. They're gonna have to feed it because people make money off it. Bills are privatized. They want to feed it. They don't care how you go to jail. They don't care if there's reason for you to go to jail. They don't care about any of that stuff. There's a system. They have to feed the system. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I think capitalism is so evil. Because I mean, at the end of the day. Capitalism is not that, not that bad. There's some things that yeah. capitalism that are fucked up. I won't lie. Socialism, socialism is not any better. The fact that fa- are sharing, fuck you. I'm not gonna share. Not you. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> like I, first time I ever meet you, honestly, you're a good guy. I don't. <laughs> no, no, I know, no. It's all good. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, I think because like. Because there is a system. Because there are there are privatized uh there are privatized jails that have quotas for you know um they have quotas of how many people need to be sent in every couple months or whatever, and I mean there was even like a a judge that there was a judge who would literally give every person he got the highest uh amount of time you could possibly give them just so he could feed yeah. that system, and he got yeah. caught right, and he only got like. 23 years, despite the fact that he sent so many people to, like, you know, life. Maximum security yeah. and life and all these, like, really high, it's oh, like, my God. Like, it's, 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 and all because of, you know, because he, because the, those companies were paying him to do that. You know what I'm Not, saying? 
So it's, that's it's terrible to hear. So here's here's what I want to get into. I want to know your your guys' personal like stuff that like your personal uh, dealings with the police and how it went and like I if you. I personally don't want to talk about that. No, that's fair. Yeah, that's really a, like that's fair. You know what? No, that's hundred percent. That. Yeah. What about? Yeah, for me, honestly, I I, I don't have many dealings with the like, cops. Like when I say I avoid them, I avoid <laughs> them. I, I can't yeah. afford to like run into a cop and have them. Because they're gonna throw the book at me every single time. I just know, like, even on the smallest thing. So I'm always, I'm always making sure I'm not doing anything scary. I will say around. this. Like, I will say the first time I ever got a ticket was with a black guy, and he was pissed scared. But not because of the, not because I got the ticket. It's because I got pulled over by the police, and damn. I didn't realize that until now. Not now, but when I was there. Yeah. Like now, I know why he was scared of the police. Damn, man, that's, I mean, like, there are countless of names in this persecution of the black community by these law or these police officers. It's not something new, and it's unfortunate to say. I think enough is enough, but here's here's a question that I want to ask you, Brian. Okay. Is it true? Now, I've heard this. I'm not sure if this is true or not, but is it true American, like, black American citizens or, like, the black community actually have this talk with their kids about how to like how to basically not get killed by the cops is is this? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, no, wait, oh, tell yeah. us more. What do you mean? What do you mean, Brian? So oh, like, yeah. like, so George. Uh, well, right, the, you said it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Please. Very, very. So, I mean, primarily, primarily, it's just you know telling them that, uh, you know, when you're black, the cops don't see you the same way as they see everyone else, and oh, primarily okay. that do everything you can to make sure that you know they don't get scared of you because the aspect of it is that. There's a bias in a sense that we're seen as more aggressive, more, you know, there's a more likely to cause something. So, you know, if you get stopped, put your hands in, like, uh, where the cops can see them immediately. Because, again, they're going to assume that you have some kind of weapon on you. Even You could grab, go grab your phone to check the time and they'll think it's a gun and they'll kill you right there. So it's like, you have to, as I mean, I'm not a parent, obviously, but when I do have kids, I'll definitely tell them, you know, you're not the same as your white counterparts. You're not, you can't, the things that they do, you shouldn't think, oh, I can do that too, because at the end of the day, you're not viewed the same. So yeah, that that's a talk that um, that definitely happens in a lot of black did, families. Did, uh, I, I, I don't know if, like, I hope, uh, how do I say this? So I don't know if this is a personal question, but have your parents had this talk with you at one point well, or another? I mean, if you don't want to answer, they've that's had, that's on you. But no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, right. they've they've pointed it out, and I mean, personally, they never really had to because I always noticed it, as well as just in the media. So it's like, I don't know. I they didn't have to talk with me, but they did t- tell me about. Well, you know, I mean, I've just grown up, you know, seeing this and seeing how things are. And again, like I said, I avoid the police <laughs> in every way, shape, or form. So like. Um, I guess in a sense I didn't didn't really need to have this talk with me, but mm-hmm. uh, at the same time it's like I've just seen it, and from then I've decided I can't I can't with everything I want to do in my life I cannot afford to uh, mess it up with an interaction with a cop. Damn. I yeah, mean, that, like the only time I've ever been in, like if you fear like, for your life from the people who are there to protect you and protect your life. So who do you go to when your life is in danger from other people? 
Because I mean, all different worlds. You have to understand that. Like, Ali, the form of like for cops for us, it's different for them. Cops for us will beat the shit out of us and just walk <laughs> and make it on, on camera. It doesn't matter. Those like, people yeah, don't care. Lebanon. Damn. If you go to the if you go to a police station, you're lucky if he doesn't touch you. You're lucky. It's the same in Kuwait. The touch you beat the shit out of you. It's the same in Kuwait. It's in Kuwait. Kuwait Kuwait If you get arrested in Kuwait, let me tell you this: in Kuwait, there there isn't police brutality like out on the streets, and it's not very like race based in Kuwait. Uh, But in Kuwait, if the cops do like catch you doing something you shouldn't be or let's say something illegally they will beat the shit out of you they will yeah. if not on the streets in the station you know yeah. and 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 yeah like it does happen it's not like it doesn't happen now in terms of Kuwait is it wrong see this is this is a sensitive uh, issue so I'm gonna try Honestly, and tread lightly I don't think it's wrong. Uh, that's fine. You don't think it's wrong when it's when you're when you're accused. Look, when you actually are guilty, and I'm talking about like if you took drugs or you killed somebody, and yeah. you're going to no, jail. Here, here, I agree. They should kick the living shit out of you. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, look, man, you you trying to get high and shit. I'm sorry, bro. Like, forget like forget weed. I mean, you're trying to take pills and stuff. You're most likely gonna have friends that do that shit, and you're. You're gonna have that probability of you influencing those other people. So mm-hmm. I'd rather give you an ass whooping that you will never forget and help your friends <laughs> remind you of that ass whooping. Yeah. So you can tell your friends, oh, I got an ass whooping. So you I'm know, good. I, I don't want to do it anymore. This is kind of a bad drug to do, or <laughs> a bad thing to do. Yeah. You shouldn't be taking those things or doing those things. That's, now, that's true. Look, you smoke pot. I'm gonna tell you this. If you're an American, you smoke pot, I am 100% with you. I am not against you. But if you smoke pot in Lebanon, look, good luck. <laughs> good luck. That's, yeah, I, I, wow. I, have to, I have to agree with most of the stuff you said there, Paco. But still, the fact that this is happening, like how many, how many victims are there, known victims of police brutality that eventually lost their lives? Oh, I, so, I feel like there's someone we don't even know about, right? We only know the ones yeah, that are being videotaped. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, have to like film it <laughs> to expose it, really. Right. Yeah, really. Yeah. So I have no clue. Yeah. I just know it goes on. It goes on. Uh, it just, yeah. yeah. What's it like watching that but, video, Brian? I don't know if you saw the video of George Floyd. Oh, yeah. that No, that was heartbreaking. That was, was heartbreaking. Heart, it's heartbreaking it because for me, when I see it, it's like, it's like, damn! If I was in the same situation, like, what would I have done to survive that? And then I think, unfortunately, I there isn't anything you can do because you see where yeah. the knee was. The knee was in this part of the neck, and this part of the neck, you have a carotid, oh. two carotid arteries that feed the brain oxygen. Oh, you cut that off yeah. for three minutes, <laughs> the brain goes unconscious. Yeah. Okay, you cut a, just for yeah. three minutes, not even two minutes, thirty or forty-five seconds. The brain goes you know, unconscious. I mean, my- Ali, uh, yeah. Ali Hajj. Yeah. Let me talk to Ali Hajj real quick. Word. Uh, I, my mom's calling me, and I think it's an emergency. You can so go. I might have to get off the line. You got to okay? get off. You can. That's, that's if you cool. want to come back that's on, cool. you can. 
Yeah, if you want to come back on later, if we're still on, yeah, Whatever you're, you're up to. to you're good, man. It was great talking to you. It was great having uh, you. I appreciate it. Yeah, nice meeting you, man. Nice meeting you, man. Nice meeting you, Brian. Yeah, nice meeting you as well, man. All right, guys. Th- thank you for coming. Peace right, out. Guys. I hope Peace you out. do well, guys. It's thank you. Thanks. Don't you do too, man. You too, man. He's figuring out how to shed it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so yeah, so two minutes and forty-five seconds of just stomping on this part—that's that's that puts you unconscious. Now he's gone for like three minutes. The brain starts to necrotize, which basically means brain cells die. Yeah. The issue with brain cells is they don't divide. They don't might go through mitosis. So your brain cells and your heart cells are one of the four different types of cells that don't. Mitosis size, mitosis size, regardless. So, how long did you say he put his knee on uh, this part of his neck? Eight minutes minutes and 46 seconds. Eight minutes. Okay. So, what I just said had nothing to do with medicine. This is common knowledge. I mean, this is, yeah, common knowledge, really. If you're choking someone, they're going to choke out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Literally. and, And, like... I have I have friends who are in the police force in Kuwait. They teach this to you. They teach you like these specific parts of the body, the neck, the head, the chest, Man. things like that, you know? So if they teach it in Kuwait, I'm, I'm a million percent sure they teach it in the United States. So that guy... That guy, but that guy knew what he was doing and he was laughing. It wasn't like... Yeah, yes. no, no, no. Uh, this guy, him and his friends, all four of them, they are guilty. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with this. Second of all, I will not, and I, I, I urge the both of you to refrain from mentioning his name to avoid giving him any fame because mm-hmm. yeah, he does yeah. not deserve it. This person deserves to rot in hell. And if he wasn't quit and this happened, you know what's the punishment for taking a life while on duty? What is it? Oh, death? They take your life. They take your life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, you can't do that in the States. They don't, they yeah. don't allow that in the States. Yeah. Capital punishment no, no, has been, been abolished. In some or or in do the they States. allow yeah, that, Brian? What, yeah. yeah. No, in, Tex- in, in Texas, they, they it's still do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 do that. Yeah. They still do in Texas. And there's another two more states. I think there are three states yeah. that allow capital punishment. Quit yeah, but I can't remember which one. I and know. it's a country. So, yeah, in, in Kuwait, you take a life illegally. You don't even go to jail. You go to jail for like a few months while they prepare your, you know, your death yeah, yeah. site. And then they, wow. they just hang you. Yeah. Death yeah. by hanging. Death you by know? hanging. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, it's not a joke. Taking another person's life. Like, I can't believe how they don't see, like... The, this is this is what freaks me out is and this is what really upsets me regardless of skin race uh, religion all of that stuff regardless life is very very valuable it's interesting life is yeah. valuable and it's 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 very like even in religion if we talk because i don't know about much about christianity but in islam to kill to take the life of one human being is as though you have taken the life of the entire nation and to save the life of one human being is as if you have saved the life of an entire of the entire humanity. So the value of human life is very, very high. It's priceless. So the fact that a cop, four cops, one making people stay away from the whole situation, and three taking down a guy. There wasn't any resistance. There was yeah. no there was no resisting arrest. Three cops to take him down? Yeah. It's interesting. The car though, was right there. Could they not have put him in the car, taken him to the station, do whatever they do? 
Yeah. You could have done yeah. a lot of things, but they just wanted to do that. <laughs> it's interesting, it's though, how really this past awesome. week, you're talking about life being sacred. I've, but in this past week, with all the writing that's happened in the States, there are like at least 12 confirmed deaths by either... From rioting. Yeah, either like a cops getting shot or civilians getting injured and dying, right? There are reporters that are getting shot by cops that are getting blind now. So it is like it's, it's actually happening. People are dying. And yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what's your take on that, Brian? Especially the rep- yeah. Especially the reporters. Like, the reporters, like, did you see there's a, these CNN um, reporters were literally taken to jail for no reason. For yeah, no reason. I saw it. I saw and it. I, they were like, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, I was saying that it's like, and the camera was still rolling. So they were live footage <laughs> taken to jail. Yeah. And the thing I was like, it. One uh one thing that stuck with me was one of the, the reporters that was at the studio was like, wow, this is like a watch. This is like a, watching an event at like in a dictatorship because you know that's the shit that happens. You know, reporters getting taken away for nothing. Yeah, if you're you know looking at saying, a foreign country, happens, right? Yeah. If you're looking at Turkey yeah. or whatever other foreign yeah. country that's doing, they that have the reporters. same issue. Yeah, and then you're like, whoa, oh these God, guys yeah. are like tyrannical or something. But we're doing it right yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Like you know, you know, crazy. you know. When I realized that this was a tyranny, there was this photo that I saw on Twitter as well. It had the ex-president, the forty-fourth president, I think, Barack Obama, with yeah, his yeah, wife yeah. and kids, with thousands of protesters behind them, all holding hands, walking, yeah, protesting walking. peacefully. And then you have the picture of Trump clearing oh, a yeah, protester yeah. zone just to, with like military, military men, not yeah. even police, mm-hmm. in full riot gear, ARs. You know, just so he can take a picture with the Bible, <laughs> which he held upside down. By the way, I think is that's what they said. Is that he held it upside down? Yeah. This sends a very yeah. like it's these well, two it's, pictures. I mean, you're taking those two pictures, but like if you if I mean, I wish Muhammad was still here, but I mean, he'd think that well, maybe like that law and order kind of president is the kind of president that a lot of people want here in this country. You know what I mean? Now, a lot of people want that president to be like, oh, these people are looting, these people are rioting. I'll sure show them, right? Put our hand on the mm-hmm. hammer. 58% yeah, of Americans that. are down with uh, militarization to, to calm down all like the protesters and rioters. How many? 58%. So it's the majority, right? Lord. The majority. We're talking about, we're like, I mean, the news, the media, right? Um, all like, it's, it's very loud. And it's like a lot of people connected, a lot of young people, you know, are like want this movement to, you know, increase and explode and make some big changes. But a lot of a lot of families, a lot of people with businesses, they're already getting affected by COVID. They just want things to get back to normal. You know what I mean? They don't want more crazy on top of what's happening. But I mean, Brian, you think the time is now? It is interesting how is. I mean, the past. I mean, the time is now. The time is now. I I do think that I do think the time. I mean, unfortunately, it's it is unfortunate. Not yeah. a good time. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's just, that's just how life is, you know. You Sometimes can't wait. You can't wait. Opportunities. That is true. Yeah, we can't wait. And I, mm-hmm. and with all this happening, especially like the Ahmed Aubrey who got killed for just jogging, like I mean, it's yeah, the time is now. Time the time now. is I, now. And oh, I yeah. do think that I do think that after all these protests, because this is the first time in American history where the protests happened in all 50 states. Yeah. So it's like, I do feel like there's going to be change. If people, I think, I think we're definitely going to move in the right direction. Um, I think, I know this might sound crazy and controversial, but a part of me is kind of glad that 
Donald Trump became president because he really showed that America hasn't changed. Yeah. In the least bit. That, you know, because I feel like prior to that, everyone was like, oh my God, we'll pass racism, we'll pass all this. You know, we still have issues here, but we've moved so far. But mm-hmm. now <laughs> Donald Trump has shown us we have yes. taken baby steps since the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully this is more of a bigger baby step because I know that with this kind of thing, these kind of issues, it's hard to really make major big steps with so much. No, like, no, I mean, I, with the president, I president against you, you. So, yeah. Oh, really? No, I, I, I honestly disagree with you. We've been like the, the the Black Lives Matter and the whole like Black community have been taking baby steps ever since the 1960s. And as you can see, like, like all these years later, and it not it's as though nothing has changed. So the oh, time yeah, yeah. for change is now. This is what I. Oh see. yeah, of course. The time time for to change, change is now. So I want to say. Yeah, that's what, so, I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's interesting how well Paco was just saying how America is like the gold mine, right? He was like Europe is great, you know what I mean? Uh, Europe's great, but, great, but America is really the gold mine, right? But talking to like yeah. a lot of black people, they would not say that. It's the it's the gold mine, or do you think do you uh, think like it's a tyranny, I mean, or do you think it's just like an extra pressure that you just is not needed and needs to get taken away? Wait, 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 wait say that question oh, again. Yeah. So, um, a lot I, I get a lot of the sentiment from social media that um, Americans think that America or America KKKA right is like this huge tyrannical yeah, place yeah. right and needs a total yeah. overhaul and start from scratch. You think like that's oh yeah the issue, or do you think like there are just like some corruptions in different areas, whether housing or police or economic, and those are what needs to change? I, uh, well, that, I think the whole system of how America works needs to change because the whole idea is that um, I'll give you an example for myself. Um, I remember when I got into the LA program, I was really excited. I was like, oh my god, you know, I've been working towards it since like high school. So I was really excited, but a part of me felt like I didn't belong there. Not because I didn't work, obviously not because I didn't work hard enough, but because of just how less of people like, who looked like me they were, you know? Mm-hmm. There was like one girl from uh, who was an undergraduate. There's only two black people, me and myself included, and another girl, but she was like a sophomore. And then in the undergrad, there were like three or four, maybe, maybe three or four um, who were there. And... It just had me had this feeling like, yo, like I worked my my whole life to get here. Why do I feel like I don't belong? And at the end of that, I realized it's just because you know, since opportunities for black people are so low, the chances of me getting to these positions are are extremely low. Yeah, so when I do yeah. make it, when I do make it, I'm the one of the few who can't who who had the chance to make it. And it makes you realize, you know, with the way things are set up, I'm I'm not supposed to make it this far. I'm not supposed to. Uh, I, yeah, I'm not supposed to make it this far. I'm not supposed to go to schools like Boston University. I'm not supposed to. I mean, join her. Join how, What do you mean? What do you mean? You're not supposed to. Who's saying you're not supposed to? I'm just to clarify, right? Who's, it, yeah, what it, do you mean it, by it's, that? It's, I mean primarily that since, like I said, like the opportunities for black people are so low that when I make it to a position that there are not many black people, it just showcases that, you know, due to the systemic, you know, pressures that. Have kept black people from you know being able to enjoy going to top universities and all that. Like it just feels that makes me feel like I'm not supposed to be here because there's not many of me of people of me around, and that and since I'm the only one there, you know, it's like damn. I got you. Because so you, you said, know when you 
Yeah, you said systematic well, oppression. Yeah, you, you said systematic oppression. What is like, I mean, for someone like Ali, who's like in Kuwait, really, what do you mean by, these are like buzzwords, systematic oppression, but what is that? Okay, okay, mean? yeah. I, yeah. Okay, so I'll give you an example. So right after World War II, the, there was a, this thing called the GI Bill, which was supposedly supposed to help troops coming back to be able to settle then help with like, you know, financing housing and stuff like that. So all these people are coming back and obviously when black people try to access these opportunities, they were denied. And, and so now you have a, a large group of these black people who can't get these opportunities, have to go to worse neighborhoods. And now after a while, there's also this thing called redlining, which is where mm -hmm. um, the, the administrator of a city or town will mark parts of a area, will mark areas and say, okay, this area is terrible, so let's put all the, obviously we we'll allow black people to live here, but we also, you know, make sure that it's just a terrible area to live in. Like, we'll keep all the good stuff for the white people. We'll, you know, make sure that certain areas of where the white people have all the resources they need, whereas the black communities will put, like, the worst things there. And that happened systematically through a bunch of cities, as well as the fact that, let's say, a black family was able to, you know, save up enough money to buy a good house and they have all everything necessary to live in a good neighborhood. They'll move in and then eventually the white people around will leave because yeah. they'll be like, oh, you know, black people are moving in. That means our neighborhood is going to get a bit worse. Mm -hmm. So they leave. Like, for example, like Compton. Compton used to be a white, white town. Yeah. It used to be full of white people. Like, and then some black people started moving in and then that's when they started, you know, they they like, moved to a different part of Compton or a different area and then they redlined it so that you know all the resources and stuff like that were pulled out so you know now you don't have stores there you don't have good grocery stores there anymore all these resources are getting taken out and um what that leaves is you know obviously when you live grow up in terrible circumstances you don't have many chances to you know to be good I mean to you know what do you mean to be good you have many Wait, to, say that say that again yeah when you, uh -huh. when you don't when you grow up in a terrible circumstance, you don't have a chance to really you don't have good role models around you. Mm -hmm. You don't have you know you know the education is terrible because a lot of people don't realize that majority of black schools get less funding than white schools. So now you imagine going to school in a tough neighborhood, you people are dying around you. Uh, you go to school, you don't even have enough uh, books for everyone, so you have to share books. Um, and then on top of that, uh, your teacher under is underpaid. So depending on what kind of teacher you have, if they don't care, you're not going to learn much. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, all these things are all, mm -hmm. all come down to, you know, the systems that we put in place. Yeah. That, you know, disadvantage these people. And one reason why I'm, I, even I was able to escape a lot of that is because since my family moved to Ithaca, we were, Cornell kind of uh, put us in a nice neighborhood. They put us in a good neighborhood and then we moved to a house in that said neighborhood. And as you can tell, this is, I don't, I don't live in the hood. So I, so thankfully I was still, I was able mm -hmm. to, you know, grow up around kids, grow, like my elementary school is a great elementary school, like great teachers, all these things I was able to, you know, enjoy because of just where I was put, you know, and the fact that. Would I didn't you say your dad has gone through like a lot just to do all the stuff for you? Oh yeah. He went through hell and back. And do you I think mean, that, my, do you, would you believe that, uh, no, would you believe, do you think your dad has had to work 
twice as hard as an average white man to be in the oh, spotlight. Oh, he's, he's he is from Africa. Is yeah. isn't he straight from Africa? Yeah, from what I understand. Yeah, straight from Africa. Mm-hmm. My grandfather is a is a is a farmer. You know, and he was able to go from you know the fields of Africa to working at Ivy League schools. So yeah, I'd for sure say that he's had to work way harder. Full respect to your dad. But when we're talking about systematic you, uh, systematic racism, you're welcome, my friend. Uh, I think uh, I don't know if you know who Joyner Lucas is. I'm sure you've heard of him. Oh yeah, the yeah, rapper? yeah, yeah, the rapper. Yeah, he's a rapper. He in his <laughs> right. in his uh, song "I'm Not Racist." Uh, mm-hmm. He has a beautiful line. He says, "I'm sorry you can never feel my life. Trying to have faith, but I never felt all right. It's hard to elevate when this country is run by whites, judging me by my skin color and my blackness. Trying to find a job." Ain't nobody call me back yet. Now I got to sell drugs to put food in my cabinet. Mm-hmm. You crackers ain't slick. This is all part of your tactics. That line yeah. right there. That line. Yeah. Just, just that line. Yeah, the fire. whole song. That right there, like, helped me understand systematic uh, racism in mm-hmm. a whole new, like, aspect. Yeah. I just thought it was, oh, a bunch of managers and all like that are just, you know, being racist. But no, it's, it's more than that. Well, you yeah, gotta think it's the system itself. It's, it's like it's about job opportunity, itself. also. It's a lot about what you brought about, whether it's redlining or jobs or underfunding schools. It's all economic issues, really, right? It's like yeah. black yeah. communities are getting underfunded. The money is mostly going to like elite, upper class white communities. Not like the white people have all the money. There are definitely a lot of poor white people. But it's oh, just, of course, by of ratio course. wise, it's just minorities have economically a way harder time. And especially with COVID oh. that's happening right now, a lot of yeah. a lot of people lost yeah. their jobs, right? And and um, a lot of the you know a lot of people who got laid off are African American, and from what oh, I read, it's like fifty percent of like the young African American, um, yeah, don't have access to jobs right now. Don't have they're unemployed, they're unemployed, and yeah. with no sight of when they're going to regain employment. So I don't yeah, know, Brian, so- what is so I hear a lot about, again, I don't, I'm, we're all just asking questions. We're all like, I'm not an expert. I don't want to offend yeah. anyone or anything. What are your thoughts on yeah, like reparations fine. for like redistributing the wealth? Um, oh, I think yeah. that, I, I doubt they'll ever do it, but yeah, I mean, yeah. without black people, this country wouldn't be where it is today. I mean, the only reason yeah. why after, after the U.S. Uh, won the Civil War, which, I mean, that's what the Revolutionary War, which also black people played a large role in. Mm-hmm. Um, they used the cash crops to, you know, build build wealth for the country. I mean, Harvard University was created initially because rich slave slave owners wanted to be able to teach um, their kids how to run a uh, these uh, plantations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally it's funny, but it's like yeah, it's yeah, it's it's. Cr- it's like, yeah, that's, that's literally why it initially was created. So it's mm-hmm. like, for us to be, like, even to this day, you know, like, a lot, another thing people don't realize is that every major music genre that's come out of the United States was created by black people. Every that's single, true. Every that's major true. one. Every that is very one. true. So it's like. Jazz, so it's like, blues, uh, hip-hop and R&B. Hip-hop, uh, country, country, rock. Country. Culture. Rock, exactly. Yeah. And rock, yeah. Can you say that like, right now? All of it. So. Yeah, can you say like like right now, like uh, like with the whole hip hop and R and B boom that black people are like making, are at like the forefront of like making money with the whole music industry. Oh, you know what I'm trying to say like more. No, so we're we're, we're, yeah. we're the 
we're the forefront of American culture. Mm-hmm. It's true. We're, it's, true. It, it's it's to the point where it's like, how can it's? It, I mean, it, honestly, if there was free reparations, I wouldn't want to go. I wouldn't want it to go to people. I would want to go to their communities. Interesting. And the, yeah, the communities provide opportunities for people because I mean, people are just gonna buy, spend on you know, cars and stuff like that. But you give it to the people who can actually yeah. make like, mm-hmm. uh, make you know, make a difference with the, that money. Then you know, I'd prefer to go there than to actual people. Maybe have a stipend so that each person doesn't have to worry about you know going hungry or whatever. But yeah, I mean, this mm-hmm. country owes everything to black people, but acts the other way about it another tweet i read and it kind of got to me i was like you know what go for it they said there was a black woman i think and she or black i'm not sure but she tweeted or he tweeted uh i don't see why everyone's angry with the fact that we're rioting and looting uh, we have the rights to what she said we have the rights to the break down what our people built up interesting which was very interesting of her to say because it's true even the white house apparently or what i've heard was the yeah. white house yeah. was built, built, built by, by black people by black. like black oh, slaves yeah 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 well yeah yeah that's you create everything man it's true anyways uh we are coming uh, to our time limit here uh okay. brian Thank you so much for coming yeah. on the show, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't thank tell you. you. No, 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 this, this was this nah, this was no a hard problem, topic bro. for us to discuss. We appreciate the fact that you took time to come and have this chat with us. I have learned a lot personally too, from man. you, and I oh. think education is very important. 100%. It's very important for people to understand. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this video is obviously going to be dedicated to our fallen brothers from the black community who have died at the hands of. Injustice by the people who were yeah. supposed to enforce justice. So uh, may their souls yeah, thank you. forever rest in peace. May they forever rest in power. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you know or have you watched any episodes, but we, this wait, is how we so, before out. we do that, Brian. Brian, is there? Um, well, Brian's in Two Cats also. He's a star of a new movie coming out soon. I yeah. knew. I. F- you i've seen him before yes I'll i watched it by the way oh yeah I, I, <laughs> oh, i watched it i watched word. it bro I, that's why i've been looking at you the whole time i'm just like i've seen him i've seen him i swear to god i've seen him before there's somewhere that i've seen him before. makes oh, sense wow oh my god i don't know how Dang, I ali ali you made me a star, Ali. You made no, me a you star. Got, no, you <laughs> Once the movie's out. Once you, the movie's out, dude. Once dude. the movie's out. Dude. Yeah. So, yeah, two cats Brian, is there anything you want to say? In the summer. Is there anything you want to say, uh, Brian? Well, yeah. Uh, well, thank you for allowing me to be on your platform. Uh, thank you, man. You're more than enjoyed, welcome. You know, being on it. And I'm glad that you guys have these kind of talks. Because, uh, especially, like, I, I, I'm glad that you guys even, like, are, you know, have your own podcast. Because, I mean, a lot of people are just, you know, sitting around not doing much. But you guys, you know, decided to to do podcasts i'm again thanks for creating this platform and allowing me to be on it welcome to come back anytime of course man thank you is there uh, anything well, you want to shout out instagram socials facebook twitter uh, <laughs> i'm all right i'm all right uh, i guess <laughs> yeah, I, cool. yes once two cat comes out we'll do it we'll do a real uh real we'll, we'll do oh it. yeah mm-hmm. we're, we're, we we're in, all right we will for right. Sure. Right. anyways thank you so much you're more than nice welcome meeting this you. Is, hey I loved meeting you too, buddy. So this is how we sign out. Are you ready? So it's a Uh, salute to a camera show. All right. Three, two, one, and peace. Uh.